Wait, what do you mean it's over? Hello? How can I help? Hey everyone, welcome back to Parts of Our Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Liz. Happy October, everybody. Oh, look at you. Isn't that crazy? It's October. I'm sick. I'm actually like, I'm into the fall. I'm into the fall vibes right now. I, yesterday was a little too warm for me because I was doing manual or whatever, not yesterday. It was a week from when you guys were listening. A little too warm for me to be doing manual labor. So if I'm starting to do like yard work and stuff, I am okay with it. Yeah. But I am starting to get a little chilly already. I like a high 60s, low 70s situation. Yeah, mm -hmm. I I agree. Low 60s are start getting a little cranky. Yeah, but I'm excited to be in a sweater. I feel like I've by the end of the summer, I feel like I've worn all my clothes so many times that I'm just like, I'm over it. Sometimes you need a season change to be like, okay, let's try something new here. Also a great point. Yeah, I agree. But the reason I'm into the fall season is because I've been reading a lot of thrillers. The last two books I read were thrillers, which have got me in like the spooky mood. I was just going to say a spooky girl. Yeah, making me want to watch like scary movies and stuff, which I also watch those all the time anyways. But the I read The Silent Patient, which is like probably one of the most popular books. I feel like everyone has read it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I read it really fast, and I would definitely recommend it. There was a huge twist at the end that had, like, the whole time I knew there was going to be a twist. So mm-hmm. that's why I always read thrillers so fast, because I'm like, I need to know. I need to know right now. I need. To, I know something's happening. What is it? Uh, but I would recommend it. It was a really quick read. I feel like the font was huge on it, so it was, like, half the amount. You know when they do that? It's so sneaky. I... I'm so I want to read that. Yeah. You have it. I'm right? in a book Kindle? slump. I don't think so. I, I'm on the opposite of a book slump. So the other book that I'm reading, my friend. I'm gonna write this down because I need this. Okay. The other book I'm so close to being done and I started it two days ago. By the time you hear this, I'll be like done another book because this we're <laughs> recording this way in advance. But it's called The House Across the Lake. Mm. and I picked it up read like over 100 pages and then I couldn't stop thinking about it and then the following day I read over 100 pages and I'm like I have to finish this right now okay so which one's better out of those two I think like what's gonna get me out of my book slump the silent patient probably yeah yeah but as you all know I I I love Taylor Jenkins Reid I ride or die for Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I've read all of her books besides two of them. And I will report on them when I get back. But I bought the last two that I haven't read by her to bring on my vacation. So I was like, I want to make sure I have a good book on vacation. And if she wrote it, then I'm guaranteed it's a good book. Didn't even read the back of them. So <laughs> I hope I like them. There's either, there's, that's the worst though, is if you, I will say, Kindle plug. For traveling, because you don't have to worry about like if you have enough books or not. That is a, that is a perk there. I know that me and the friends that I'm going with, I was kind of seeing like, oh, what are they going to read? Maybe right. If we finish at the same time, we're to, like switch them around or something. Great idea. 
Um, so Liz, where are you going to be? I, when you hear this, I will be back. So I can tell you guys I was in Lisbon, Portugal and in the Azores, but I don't think I'm saying that right. I don't remember anymore. Azores? I've heard it so many different ways. I cannot remember. I think I'm feeling like people that I'm around have call it the Azores, but I don't know if when I was there, they called it Azores. And like, I'll report back next week. I'll yeah, give back. me give me a refresher. Yeah, um, I'm excited. That'll be so fun. I'm really excited. I I started packing like eight days in advance, so I haven't been away for a while, like Europe away. So I just want to like pop off with the outfits. So I really hope they play out the way that I want them to. Um, I haven't seen any. I did send you a few from my newly. Oh, those were good. Yeah. I could use uh, an occasion to dress nice. It does so. It does uh, make you feel good after you like really like the way you look. Like all you need is one day really liking the way you look and it holds you over. <laughs> like for me, like that will hold me over for a while. Like I feel so much better that I looked like that once. I yeah. Say, I know this sounds silly, but even just to like document what you looked like in that time period exactly i feel like we talked about it probably like a year ago on the podcast was like oh i forgot to take any pictures of myself because they didn't like the way i look but then a year later i'm like wow i wish i looked like that but i want to be able to look back like my parents like when i look at my parents old photos and be like wow that was so cool yeah i also don't i was thinking about this um this is stupid but i saw a video on tiktok and this someone was like doing a qr code on someone's grave and it was a video of them when they were younger dancing. And then it went to them older dancing. And they were like dancers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, like swing dancing. And it just made me think I don't take enough videos. And there's not like we're in such a point in technology where we have so much access to doing this stuff. And I don't do it. Like, it makes me so sad to think I have like no videos of Parker and I when we were like kids dating. And I what's I don't have anything now. Like I barely have any mm. sort of stuff. So getting the like I did it and I do actually a pretty good job because luckily I've had a lot of like big in quotes moments over the last few years that have reminded me of this and like forced me to so, like wedding stuff. Like I tried to be forced to like document some house stuff. And now with the dog, I'm like trying to remember to do a little bit of that stuff. And <laughs> thankfully, like he grows so fast that I can remember. Like, oh my God, this is going so fast. Like he's so tiny or he was so tiny. So um, it's been like those little reminders have helped, but I could imagine if someone hasn't had a lot of like big moments or something that like you are like supposed to document, they wouldn't remember to do that. So this is your reminder, everybody take some horizontal videos of just like what you're doing in the moment. I mean, they can be some of your friends because sometimes you don't want to take it of yourself, but if you're you're in a video that your friend takes, like might mean more to you to look back on like oh there was me well, like talk in the background yeah like the whole just talk and like oh right now we're I don't know sitting at the beach with my friends oh my gosh we're having so much fun and just save it for yourself mm-hmm. so while you're on your trip do some of those I will I'll try just to do I used moment. to do all those like funny vlogs on my Finster yeah. account maybe I'll make a couple on vacation good idea On this week's episode, we're talking about protecting your peace. 
Yeah. Uh, someone said this to me actually this weekend. That's where I got the, whatever, last weekend when you guys were listening to this. And that's what inspired me to do this because I think everyone has like certain times when maybe they want to protect their peace, but they don't want to be, they don't know if they're being rude and like how to find the balance of supporting someone and like lifting them up, but also like protecting yourself or not even lifting them up, but just like, it's, it's sort of like the whole boundaries thing. There's it's, I think just like a less, it's like setting a boundary with yourself more than with someone else. Yeah. So boundaries, I think we talked about like, sometimes you have to have clear boundaries with other people. And I think protecting your peace with me means it's like, it's just like a fine line. You're like kind of dancing the line of like being a good supportive friend, but also like supporting yourself. So an example is, and I talked about might be um, a job promotion. So maybe you just got fired and you're really in like a low spot. You're like, bummer. I just got flipping fired. And your friend either like writes in the group chat or I think there's two different scenarios here. Maybe your friend, you just know she posted on Facebook that she got or LinkedIn, she got a promotion and it's a big deal. Like it's Mm -hmm. a huge promotion. She's on the top of the world when it comes to career and you're kind of like bottom of the barrel when you're feeling career stuff. And so there's a scenario here where like she did a subtle LinkedIn post. You don't necessarily like, what do you do in that situation? Do you either blow it up and like make a big deal of it do you kind of just like ignore it you're again feeling feeling really bummed and then there's a scenario of like maybe your friend is like calling you and like just wants to talk about her promotion all the time and like she's Mm -hmm. trying to use you as her like person to talk about this promotion and like like I love work I'm having such a time at work and how do you like protect your peace there so I'm gonna set those two like scenes and we can kind of unpack both of those yeah I think it has to be like you said like a personal how much can you take and what kind of friend do you want to be in that scenario? And maybe it's good to think about these kinds of things before the situation comes up. Like say you lost your job, you know, there's going to, you're going to hear something about someone else having a job and kind of like gauging, what can I handle hearing about right now? And maybe even letting your friends know, Hey, I lost my job. I am having a really hard time with this. And I don't think I want to be talking about those things. That could be something that you just give a heads up on so you're not kind of being rude or awkward or being perceived that way or just saying just enough to hit your boundary on it without going past it so maybe that's your good friend you saw the LinkedIn post and you're commenting on it like congrats really happy for you and you can close out of the app and have it like leave your space and maybe you're just like okay I might not see her for a little while that gives me time to like focus on getting another job and being the person that I want to be before we connect again. And I'll ask her questions about it when I'm in a better place would be kind of, Mm -hmm. that would probably be more of the route that I would go is like, I still would want to be perceived as to them as being supportive and I would want to be supportive, but would kind of need to like work on my stuff separately until I'm like good to like have the in-depth conversation about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good approach. Like you, make the but like maybe you're not showing up with like balloons and being the I don't know like maybe you're not the one planning the surprise lunch or something like dinner with your girlfriends like lifting them up or something um which it can be hard I think there's 
I know for me, when I've been in these situations, I really have a hard time of like feeling, how do I not make everything about me? Like, this isn't about me right now. Like this is about someone else, but also like, I, I don't want, okay, let's say I plan this. I go, I try and make the effort and I'm like, okay, it's not about me right now. Like I'm going to lift up my friend. I'm just going to push my feelings to the side. Like maybe you're not the one to throw the party and maybe, so you send the, the text, but also I have a really hard time sometimes thinking about how do I not make this all about me? And I still maybe want to throw the party, but it is hard because let's say you push your feelings to the side and you really make the effort and you're like, I'm going to be the friend she deserves. I'm going to throw her the big party and like, you know, or whatever the dinner and really celebrate her make a big deal of it. Like that's what she deserves. But then you get there and you're miserable and Mm -hmm. people can feel your energy. And it almost like makes like you're like, maybe you are literally struggling to make your rent payment and she's out here uh, balling out. Like she just got a huge promotion. She's literally rich now. And you're like, awesome. I'm, I can't even afford like to pay for my meal and like she could pay for all of our foods. Like you can feel the energy. So it is hard because then you don't want to like do this whole thing and then your vibes are off. Mm -hmm. So I think there is like, that's really the double, like that's really where you have to really know yourself um, and see what you can handle. Cause there is a scenario where like you almost make it worse. You push yourself and then you end up being like, not a good time. And it would have just been better to like send flowers and a congrats and not be in the room. Cause then it's, it isn't the friend's fault. Like it is an exciting moment and stuff. Okay. And then there's a scenario where the friend is like, she's thriving and you're her person that she really goes to, to talk about like the good, the bad, and the ugly, but you're really in the ugly. How do you approach that situation? I think almost sometimes this sounds bad, but I think you need like another friend that you can have as your outlet about this type of thing. Like someone that you can say like, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. Like, this is how she's feeling. Or like, I know there have been times like I've been at something and didn't feel so good or probably was bringing the vibe down. And I like removed Mm -hmm. myself for a few minutes, like went to the bathroom or like just stepped outside, like took space and maybe like if Ashley wasn't there, like text Ashley, oh, this is what's going on. And like that person knew that you were going to this, you're uncomfortable going to it. You're pushing your boundaries and they can maybe like guide you or like, nope, you 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 can do it. Like, this is what we talked about. That usually helps me. Or, Wait, like, that's really- such a, that's like such a good point. There was a scenario where I literally was like talking to Parker and I was like, oh, I just like wish Liz was here because she would have like, been able to like I don't know know how to like maybe even like steer the conversations or something like that like having a friend that knows like hey I don't want everyone in this room to know like I'm being a b-word right now like I'm not vibing I'm literally like crying because I'm poor this is an example yeah or whatever like I'm crying to you every day because I'm poor but like I don't want to tell everyone that but I don't want to go here and then everyone's talking about like their expenses like their app like I don't know you go to dinner with friends and people are ordering the most expensive stuff on the, the meals, having a friend in your corner to be like, actually, Hey, do you want to split an entree? Like, I'm not feeling that hungry mm-hmm. right now. Like I just would rather split something. And because maybe Liz is in like a more financially like comfortable situation. She has the confidence to say that. Cause she, she could order a full entree by herself. So she has the confidence to be like, eh, I don't even want it right now. And you don't have yeah. to be the one to say it. Having a friend like that, or like, 
your friends will not shut up about money. Your friend can be like, oh, but like, what are, um, I don't know, like, what do you guys think of what's going on in the news lately? And like, just steer the conversation away so you don't have to hear that. Yeah, that's such it, a great point. And that has been something that I have totally thought of in the past. And you've definitely done it. And I've definitely tried to do it. I'm not going to say like, yeah, I do that for my friends. But like, I've tried to, if someone individually tells me I'm struggling with this, I try to keep it top of mind. So because I know how it feels to be in that situation. So if yeah. you're able to be that for your friend, that's amazing. And if there's someone that you're comfortable enough talking to that is maybe separate from the friend group or a separate friend and it's not gossiping or venting or the that type of episode that we we're talking about a few times ago but just saying like I'm having a really hard time with this and I don't want to ruin you know this friend's moment but I need like an outlet I need to get it out yeah. somewhere else of like the things that I want to say to them but I can't say to them right now and it does really really help to talk to someone and maybe just like take a step back from that friendship that might be not because of the friend is making it hard on you, but what they're mm-hmm. going through is causing these feelings for you. Yeah. I think there's another scenario here too, where you are honest with your friend. And so your friend, let's say I've had this happen to me. Actually, I had a friend who was like, I had just, I had just struggled for like a while with like career stuff and like really like a low, low. And I, all of a sudden was at like a high, high. And, and I was like, Oh my God, like I'm, and I was, yeah. Anyways, it wasn't a huge deal, but I was just like, Oh my God, like I cannot believe like I actually am like happy at work. Like this is so crazy. And my friend was like, Hey, to be honest with you, I can't hear about you being happy at work right now. Like it just happened to me. I caught them at a day where they were like, I am like debating quitting my job every day. I cannot hear that. There's a potential, like I'm getting, <laughs> they were kind of saying like, the way I'm getting through is like telling myself everyone hates their job. So uh, if you're telling me that you don't hate your job, I'm having a really hard time accepting what I'm telling myself. And they were honest with me. And I was like, oh my God, totally. Like I that's, that's yeah, totally way fine. better. And There's, then you can direct your, you yeah, I'll just tell, your job to, to a different else. friend. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's good to have different outlets. And I think the thing too, we talk about this all the time. I don't know if I talk about it all the time on the podcast, but I talk about it with my friends a lot is like self-awareness is the key to so many things. And now that we've hopefully like you've listened to this episode, hopefully now you can have self-awareness to like know if your friends are suffering with something that again, like maybe, you know, your friend is like struggling with money. Shut the hell up about money don't be talking about money in front of them. Like Mm -hmm. things along those lines have a little bit of like self-awareness. And again, back to me saying I struggle with like, it's not always about me right now. And like wanting to throw the party, even though like my vibes might be off. Also like sometimes a win and a loss go hand in hand. Like who's to say what's more important than the other. So like, Maybe as much as your win's a big deal, their loss is a big deal too. And maybe you can like make sure they know like they don't have to like celebrate you right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I think having that self-awareness and like that level of like humility is also really important. Instead of like talking crap to your friend being like, I can't believe she didn't put her differences aside to celebrate me. Like I know she's going through a hard time, but like I can't believe she didn't like do this for me. No, like, I think it's important to when you know someone is struggling with something, yeah. giving them that private space for you to say like, hey, th- 
like this is something exciting in my life. I know that you're going through this. I'm going to post about it or you're going to hear about it. And I just wanted to give you that, you know, not a warning for, I don't think warning is the right word, but let you know. So you don't need to respond to this. You take the information as it is, but right. So they're not shocked seeing something online that could hurt them or you don't want to put them on the spot in front of other people. Like you go to a dinner or something, you tell everyone and then, the spotlight is on them because everyone knows like an it gives them a private this, area. An example of this could be like, there's like two scenarios here. One could be, I've had someone do this actually for me. So Parker and I had obviously been dating forever and like people knew like we were, I don't know at the time it was a big deal. Like getting engaged was a big deal. And we had like, whatever, like people knew I would, we wanted to get engaged and whatever. Someone called me and they want, they were like, Hey, I just want to give you a heads up. Like me and -and so-and-so got engaged and I just don't want, I didn't want you to be literally like shocked when you saw it. And cause sometimes like, it feels like a punch to the gut when you're, it's so silly now to say it, but at the time it did feel like a punch to the gut seeing other people get engaged. And I like, wasn't, and it was fine. It was just so nice. They had the courtesy to like call me. And like another scenario, like Liz and I have both witnessed this, like friends who are struggling with like infertility, let's say, and then people telling them that they're pregnant. And I think Liz's example is a good example of like that situation as well, where this is a sensitive one and not one that I can like, like fully speak on obviously, but you can maybe don't make like Liz is saying, don't put your friend on the spot. If you know, your friend is struggling with infertility, maybe don't make a huge announcement at dinner. Yeah. in front of them because then everyone's just going to stare at the front of infertility mm-hmm. and be like how is she what's her face look like and literally it's like oh your friend probably literally wants to die so and, and don't videotape them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly we, that's a that's for sure um but we yeah we've seen that happen with like friends in different groups and I think it's important to also like that friend probably really wants to support you. Like, I'm sure that friend like wishes her face didn't do that immediately. Like, I'm sure the friend wants to be like with everyone being like, oh my God, so exciting. But unfortunately her face is not going to say that just yet. Like give her like a couple hours and like her face will get there probably, but like her immediate reaction will not be, let's go. It'll be like, but maybe if they would have gotten that previous text to have their time to sit with it, then they could have got themselves to the place that they wanted to be to be able to support you around a group of right. people. Yeah. So that's what we kind of mean about having the self-awareness. As much as like your moment of celebration is super worthy of praise and stuff, also be aware of like, so is their like low moment and who's to say like, who's is better, who's is worse, like who's is more likely to be acknowledged. Like, should you really support your low friend or your high friend or what have you all about self-awareness? And just like giving everybody a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we kind of can go forward and like, just put yourself in everyone's shoes and like, honestly, like be understanding and do what you have to do. So the, the whole premise of this episode though, is like, do what you have to do, be gracious and like humble and self-aware, but at the same time, like, don't be afraid of maybe like telling your friends. 
But you telling your friends like how you're feeling kind of opens the door for them to then tell you how they're feeling in the future. If and you, you know, texting them privately to give them an update when they're going through something like it just makes your friendship stronger to mm-hmm. the point where you'll just start knowing these things and your friend group will feel more comfortable sharing things and you'll get to the point of like like Ashley and I are I feel like where I would have known in a group setting like I don't think she wants to talk about that right now so like the more that you're able to get there with your friendships the more comfortable you'll be and the more like you'll feel like you're a good friend being able to to help you yeah and I think um there's like there's a fine line of like what you like the standards of what makes a good friend so I think me when I'm at my top tier, like when I'm uh, feeling like a really great friend, I'm asking, like, I'm sending flowers or I'm, I don't know, like doing certain things to like elevate and like lift up my friend or something. And when I'm not at that, I think there's still like a, I don't, I sometimes even beat myself up that I'm not at my like shining star friend moment, but there can still be like, there's like levels and you, I think you can like still be like gracious and nice without having to literally like, I don't know, just send, like ask, you don't have to torture yourself. If you're literally poor, you don't, I, whatever we're using as an example. Like if you're feeling down on your luck, you don't have to ask your friend, like, so how much are you making? Like how do you want to go? Like, you don't have to set the reservation for the fancy dinner to be like the five-star Michelin, whatever restaurant, like, and offer to pay the tab and sweat the whole time or like don't like push yourself don't dig yourself into your own like don't dig your own hole that you're gonna like don't like try to stay above it yeah that's just because that's maybe what you would do when you're like at your absolute best does not mean that's the the standard of what you have to do every single time so ask the bare minimum of like what not to be mean but like checks the boxes of like I am happy for her. I want her to know like she was a baller. She killed it at that interview. Like, congrats. You're awesome. But like, maybe I'm not going to ask you like how big your office is. Like, maybe I'm just going to keep that one. I'm going to like go home and to myself. I'm like, I bet the office is small. She's probably in a cubicle. (laughs) Like that's going to be my little petty moment for myself. Best of luck guys. It's a wild world. Just remember your friends and it'll all be fine. Be a chill gal. Be the most understanding that you can. People yeah. really appreciate it. All right, guys. I hope things go swimmingly for you and you are all protecting your peace. And uh, hey, Liz, that was a good one. Let's go protect our peace. <laughs>